1: Is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio.
2: With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker, former Vice President Mike Pence, dropping his bid for the Republican presidential nomination. He entered his campaign today for the White House after struggling to raise money and gain traction. He said, after much prayer and deliberation, I have decided to suspend my campaign. Residents of Lewiston, Maine embarking on a path of healing after a man who gunned down 18 people earlier this week was found dead of an apparent suicide. Authorities say the body of 40-year-old Robert Card was found late Friday. Former Israeli ambassador to the U.S. Dr. Michael Orrin says the reason leftists in the U.S. and elsewhere have quickly become to hate Israel is because so many people think that the Jews are to blame for quote everything. This is SRN News.
1: Dennis Prager isn't sure he recognizes his country. University of Chicago reports that thirty million
3: Americans believe violence is justified to keep Trump from the presidency. It's one out of every ten of my fellow Americans to think that I I share this country with such people is difficult. The Dennis
1: Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio.
2: It's 201. Thanks for spending your weekend with AM 1280, The
4: Patriot. Marshall here, and from the Genovations Regen Weather Center, for today, yes, snow likely, especially this afternoon, 35 the expected high, then tonight more of a chance of snow the overnight low expected to be around 26 the for tomorrow mostly cloudy a high on sunday of around 35
1: this is the patriot
5: portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded
1: this is the northern alliance radio network the longest running conservative talk show in the twin cities it's great to be political analysis of the good the bad and the outright crazy yeah! now here's your headline act Ms. Bird. welcome back to twin cities and world
4: it's the wind beneath the right wing the show that's making talk radio great again the northern alliance radio network am 1280 the patriot the number to call should you care to join us 651-289-4488 you can also join us on twitter or Gab, or MeWe, or Getter, but not parlor and not Mastodon. Where was it? Oh, yeah, at the hashtag Narn show. That's N-A-R-N Show. It's short for Northern Alliance Radio Network Show. Get it? It makes sense. Anyway, join us by any of those media operators are standing by, figuratively, and in the case of phones, literally, 651-289-4488, uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, going on 20 years of dominating all Twin Cities media. Uh, It's my pleasure to welcome my next guest on the broadcast here. Uh, Tufang Laura joins us here. Uh, Mr. Laura. thanks you for joining us here today.
5: Thank you, Mitch. It's an honor to be here.
4: Uh, The honor is all mine. I appreciate it. So we're here to talk about uh, something near and dear to my heart, a a, 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 a a memorial, but not just your typical memorial to, to Minnesota's veterans. We have... We have a lot of memorials around the Twin Cities. Uh, I, my, I'm particularly fond of the, the December 7th memorial down by the Veterans Building, the, the, the cannon that fired the first shot of World War II, manned uh, by Minnesota Navy reservists on December 7th, 1941. They found that exact gun and, uh, and put it down there. I, I, I'm fond of them, but this is a little bigger and a little more ambitious than your typical uh, war memorial. We'll talk about that. In a moment, let's talk about you first. Uh, You uh, Tell us a little bit about uh, who you are, where you came from, and uh, your background story here.
5: Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, Again, my name is Tufang Lor. I am Hmong American, immigrated from Laos right after the Vietnam War to straight here to Minneapolis, where I grew up, entered the military in 1990, joined the United States Navy, uh, served uh, three, four tours during the Gulf War and Iraq War. Uh, You know, um, left the military in two thousand, about 2001, and then become a police officer in River Falls Police Department. And here I am uh, right here back in Minnesota. I wanted to pay back to our country to uh, develop a Veterans Memorial Park to uh, recognize our veterans.
4: Now, part of your story, well, two parts of your story. I uh, have grabbed my attention. One of them I didn't know about in advance. One of them I did. We'll talk about the surprise first. You were a, an officer in the United States Navy. You, you made it to the rank of lieutenant, which is captain in the Army terms, for those of you who think in those terms. And you were on – one of your, your postings was on the USS America, which was actually my bass player in my band in high school. <laughs> Went on to become an F-18 pilot, the least likely person in the band, by the way, to go into the military. Turned out to have gone on to become a Blue Angel and a Top Gun instructor and flew off of US, uh, USS America. So you guys, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to ask if you all knew each other by name because there were 5,000 guys on board. But uh, so there's, there's a little six degrees of separation right there, I, I have to say. That, w- that one surprised me. But the part of your story that I did know about and think is particularly affecting is that uh, service to this country directly or indirectly, runs in your family. Tell us a little bit about that.
5: Yes, sir. Uh, my father was a senior commander who was recruited by the United States CIA during the 60s. Yeah. And the Hmong were recruited to help the Americans to sabotage the Ho Chi Minh Trail that was supplied by the Viet Congs uh, weapons and men to uh, uh, to take out the American, and American bases in South Vietnam. Yeah. And my father was also recruited to Uh, rescued American pilots. Yeah. And that's uh, one of the uh, really uh, unique topic was um, uh, he was also a senior commander who was in charge of the American uh, uh, U.S. Air Force uh, highest radar in Laos. Okay. He provided 35% of the bombing for the American pilots who bombed their uh, targets. And then once they get shot down, they're able to divert into Laos.
4: Wow. So, yeah, no, fascinating. So, and of course, I, I've been saying this for yes. decades. I mean, the story of the Hmong who fought on behalf of America in the, the highlands of Laos and Vietnam uh, throughout the Vietnam War. And then yes. uh, when we left, uh, came to America has has been one of the most inspirational stories there is. And I'm just always I've met a few of the former Hmong soldiers over the years living in St. Paul as I do, it's inevitable. And I've always been inspired and humbled by their stories. And so a uh, major salute to your father and I can see why it was an inspirational story. Have something to do with you serving your country in the Navy?
5: Well, my father uh, pretty much paved the, you know, opportunity and the freedom. Yeah. For my family to be here in America. Yeah. So, therefore, as an immigrant uh, coming in the, eight, in the early 80s, yeah, uh, you know, uh, 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 being as a refugee and going through the hardship, therefore, I said, well, America is is where, you know, we, we're going to live. Yeah. And this is our country. Yeah. So, you know, if I have a chance, an opportunity to serve and defend our, our country, I will do at all costs.
4: Absolutely. So, so. Well, this is. I appreciate, uh, pre, I'm, and I'm and I'm glad that, that you that you got through your service and are and yes. are with us here today. So excellent. Yes. So, and in gratitude for that, you have taken on. Quite the project, by looking at things. <laughs> I watched the video. I've read some of the. Uh, by the way, Mary AmLaw has joined you here. Mary AmLaw, longtime friend of the show, and uh, and gadfly about Minnesota Republican politics. That's the last politics I'll mention. Mary, glad to have you here.
3: Thank you for having me. And of
4: course, you are the person who you you are the people who called my people to get this going here. What what got you involved with this whole uh, episode, uh, with this whole project? I should say.
3: Well, so much of our problem with our country and the some of the. Um, I would say, the rebellion against our country and it's being fought against our own freedom. It's because we've lost our history and people do not realize the sacrifices that have been made for our freedom and Mm -hmm. that we still are the the beacon of light on the hill for the rest of the world. But so many of us here in this country don't realize that. The veterans get it. And we need to get this information out. We need to recreate or just to... um, get our correct history out there yeah. for people to know so that we appreciate what we have again because yeah. we're losing we're losing our freedoms all over and this is why we just don't have truth we don't have accurate history in this park and Tufang's efforts are going to bring that back.
4: Let's talk about yes. the park Tufang Laurel so the proposal you have is, to say the least, incredibly ambitious. And you're swinging for the fence, as we say in baseball <laughs> terms, and, and it certainly works. Tell us a little bit about your proposal.
5: Well, the proposal uh, has a couple of phases, but uh, uh, I want to start by saying that, first, I'm going to thank America for the opportunity to be American. Yeah, uh, My family grateful for America's love and support and for I to be here today. I could a- never thank America for that.
4: And for my purposes, I just have to say thank you, immigrants. I mean, the the armed forces have been a path to America for so many people going back 150 or more yes. years. I mean, St. Paul itself, its original, many of its original population were soldiers, especially African-American soldiers from Fort Snelling who figured, oh, maybe Minnesota is better than going back to Alabama. And that's what gave us the Rondo neighborhood. As long as a good uh, and, and generations of immigrants have been a part of the American military right. and found their place in the American dream via service to the country. So uh, that is another huge story. Anyway, back to the proposal.
5: <laughs> yes, sir. So, uh, you know, my father uh, always wanted to tell his story, his side of the story, why the Hmong were involved in the war. Yeah, And he said, if there's an opportunity someday, Tufong, I want you to let a story know. And that story is to think America for coming to Southeast Asia and to uh, utilize the Hmong to help the Americans, I mean the Hmong were never given an opportunity uh, just like the American did for the Hmong, yeah. so the Hmong fought well, the yeah. Hmong helped America to achieve america's uh, you know national interest. yeah and that was to to uh, to get rid of to get rid of communism, yeah, and he said without America's love and support, we won't be here, yeah. so regardless of what happened during the war. Bottom line is America is our country, and thank America for that. And to do that, you need to erect uh, war monuments in a park. Mm-hmm. And when people see the monuments, and they get to understand the story from their perspective of the story, because every day you hear about Vietnam War, for example, yeah. but yeah, you, you might hear the negatives you know, against our veterans. Yeah. And they really don't know what really happened on the other side of the theater of the war. Yeah. But now you have the Hmong Americans who were uh fighting the war. Yeah. Their story changed their perspective one hundred and eighty degrees by saying, Well, we think America, we love America, you didn't understand what the war was about, but we knew the war was about. Yeah. And that's how we uh you know, how we came here to America. And now is our opportunity to give back and think America, but yet by saying that at a Veterans Memorial Park, what the monuments uh, uh erected there to make sense to the American people. And perhaps the world will see the greatness of America.
4: Yeah, it's an incredibly powerful story. And, yes. and, and, I, want, and I want to get into some of the stories you, some of the many stories. That, I mean, you, you, I'm looking at the, some of the promotional uh, material here. You're talking about building 11 different monuments, I believe was the number I saw. Yes, uh, what Tell us a little bit about, about the different themes you want to approach in this. Rather, I mean, sorry, it's like 12-acre site or, or larger than that. I, I remember seeing some size. But this is a, a significant size park down near Cannon Falls you're looking at here.
5: Yes, sir. It's uh, roughly about, about 100 acres. 100 acres. Yes. That's right. That's right. Uh, my father and I believe in... Uh, recognition of veterans, yes. Whether uh, from the Revolutionary War to today, Afghanistan or the yep. Vietnam War, yep. Uh, all veterans need to be fully recognized and thanked for. Yeah. And the freedom that we're breathing today is because of these veterans. Yes. So therefore, we're going to include all of the wars in our American history, and we're going to put it at the cannon fall to make the largest in the nation, yeah. so that. People will understand, and many generation will continue to uh, reflect what really happened prior to uh, their being, so yeah. that the nation, the next generation, will continue to respect that. Yeah, and that's going to bring a uh, symbol or symbolize to other uh, new coming immigrants yeah. will understand the background of America.
4: It's interesting that you picked Cannon Falls. And the reason I bring this up is because, of course, it's the hometown and currently the burial place of Colonel John Colville, who was the commander of the 1st Minnesota Regiment at, at the Battle of Gettysburg. And, of course, 1st Minnesota was the, the, the regiment where a lot of immigrants, Norwegians, Swedes, Finns, Germans, served in the American Civil War. And, of course, I mean, the the legend of the story Yes. Uh, the legendary courage of the first Minnesota kind of fits in well with this whole idea. I mean, a right. lot of immigrants led that charge at Gettysburg that, in re- in retrospect, saved the Union yes. in 1863. So that's it. Was that part of the decision for Cannon Falls, or it's just a, a good location in general?
5: I did not know the story until oh, okay. we, uh, uh, we, we we bought the property, but okay. uh, I was very uh, fascinated about that. Yeah, and I I say thank God maybe there's a there's something behind <laughs> it, but uh, Really, the bottom line is Cannonfall has the terrain that represent the U.S. secret base oh. that was built in Laos oh. by the Hmong. I did not so know that. So we have the terrain, we have the just the environment that resemble the U.S. secret base in Laos.
4: Interesting. Let's come back to more on the proposal, and of course, the the reason we're here to raise uh, raise some funds. What's the website, by the way?
5: The website is American Memorial Park dot.
4: I will post that at shotinthedark.info because that's a lengthy URL. Yes. And, uh, for those who have a hard time remembering, I'll post that at Shot in the Dark momentarily here. Let's take a quick break. We will take calls, by the way, uh, for Tufong Lore uh, about the American Veterans Memorial Park at 651-289-448. Join us, if you would, please. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
0: your fingers you can find this radio station your smartphone is now your smart radio there are no limitations on where you can find us we're always on it's liberty and truth through your smart speaker
3: free of the pain, but that's what Happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost seventy percent of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com or call eight hundred for relief to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference.
6: Okay. doctor today about sky rizzy the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit skyrizzy.com or call 1-866 sky to learn more
8: i've got a math question for you when you add tolerance subtract prejudice and multiply
5: efforts to treat one another with respect what do you get less division
6: and school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen
8: when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and
3: the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association.
0: With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. AM
4: 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. Questions or comments for Tufang Lore about American Veterans Memorial Park. Hopefully going to Cannon Falls shortly. (laughs) By the way, if you're a hunter, you know how important weather is, especially on a day like today. Gosh, it's cold out there if you're a Minnesotan. If you're from North Dakota, button your jacket. It's going to be brisk. No big deal. If you're a Minnesotan, careful we don't want to find you any ditch in the spring anyway if you need some hunting weather go to stock and barrel actually stock and barrels minnesota uh, it's minnesota's premium shooting range and they sponsor the hunters forecast every thursday uh morning 7 11 every thursday afternoon 3 and 7 p.m courtesy of stock and barrel shooting range of the stars in fact on any given sunday you might just find yours truly By there stop by say hi with firearm pointed in the correct direction. Let's not go crazy here. Anyway, we're talking with Tufang Lore of uh, American Veterans Memorial Park. We talked a little about something I did not know. Something actually, uh, I'm learning all sorts of interesting stuff here. And the last thing I would have, I've heard Cannon Falls and right. the area around the Cannon River described in a lot of ways. Laotian has never been one of those adjectives. This is something <laughs> I did not know. Yes. Interesting. Okay, so uh, so that's fascinating. Actually, right there, that's fascinating. In fact, I may have to take a trip down to Cannon Falls and check this out. I've only been there once. I'm dying to go back now. Uh, and, and, of course, again, after the park goes up, um, I'm definitely making a beeline. But 11 different monuments on, on this 100-acre site. Tell us a little bit about the – I mean, what are you memorializing with these, these many different memorials and monuments at the at the park when all is said and done?
5: Right. So the monuments, again – uh, will be the foundation of this park. Right. And that is to recognize our veterans, to think of veterans for freedom. Okay. Why uh, 11? Yes. Uh, uh, well, America has, has 11 wars. Okay. So uh, 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 excluding the secret war, which is the U.S. secret war in Laos. Right. And then we also have uh, the Native Americans. They probably needed a little monument yeah. to represent uh, their their culture as well.
4: Oh yeah. And, yeah, and Native Americans, of course, are are famously uh, and fa- famous in their service of this country, which has always amazed me. Actually, it's uh, they're they're quite coveted as soldiers. I happen to know that. So yes, yes,
5: sir. So the bottom line is, for immigrants that would, for example, like in today, would immigrate to America, mm-hmm. not knowing our Revolutionary War, yes. they would not understand. They may read books but then they may not understand without seeing the monument. Yes. And that monument would depict the, the real reason behind our Revolutionary War. Okay. And so that people understand each monument strictly to today, yeah. particularly most controversial is the Vietnam War. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, our veterans uh, came home uh, being looked down upon and not be respected. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're going to change that. Yeah. And well, how we do that is by uh, th- th- the Hmong American who fought the war with the Americans. Yes. Their story is 180 degrees uh, the opposite of what uh, uh, Americans' perspective of the war. Yeah. So therefore, their story is going to embrace America and thank America, but also tell, tell the world how great America, you know, has been to the Hmong.
4: Now, your proposal, the proposal for, uh, it's not just you, obviously, although you're the spokesperson for this, but uh, the American Veterans Memorial Park is more than just war memorials. Uh, we're talking, uh, if all goes well, you're talking athletic fields, a hotel, RV, camping, education, learning. So this is an ambitious project. Uh, tell us a little bit about the process of getting this thing going and underway. Yes, sir. So we
5: completed phase one. Uh, phase one uh, comprised of four soccer fields, parking lot, trails for, uh, you know, grandpa or grandma taking their kids to uh, have an enjoyment with the park, to walk the trail, and then they will uh, escalate up the hill and then go down the monuments and to look at, uh, pay respect to the monuments. And so I wanted the park to be more of friendly and also be respectful, but yet also uh, to the point where families can spend a day uh, you know what the RV camping and it's a welcome. Yeah, it, it's a final destination heaven for families and friends and for loved ones to come and to see this park. It's going to be a unique and different than any other war monuments or any other veteran memorial park in the country.
4: Yeah, yes, I've never heard of anything. I mean, <laughs> short of perhaps Gettysburg, which is a whole other thing. I've never heard anything quite that that uh, quite like that before. This yes, is sir. fascinating. So, uh. How, I, so this, I mean, you you discussed earlier the role your father had in sort of conceiving the idea for this sort of idea. How how much of this is him? How much of this is you?
5: Well, I believe it's fifteen fifty. Okay, uh, he's no longer with us anymore. But oh, yeah. uh, as an American veteran, uh, I believe it's my duty to pay back. Yeah, and to thank America on his behalf and my behalf. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and then what that being said is that uh, my wife and I would do everything we can. Uh, For every penny that we earn in America, it was because of the love. Yeah. And we can't take this money to heaven. Right. But if we work together, like America has helped my family and all the families and all the immigrants be successful. Yeah. We're going to build and lift America together by doing the right thing. So, therefore, someday America will come to understand how this country was built. Yeah. Yes, sir.
4: uh, Fantastic. I mean, I love this so far. So, let's talk about... The nuts and bolts of getting this going you you're you're a former military man, you know that yeah, campaigns are not won by wishes and 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 slogans you know that there's there's work there's money there's logistics there's there's a lot of preparation there's a lot of hard work involved let's tell Aka a little bit about the help you need to to get this uh, vision realized
5: yes sir i want to say by think. Our uh, our mayor, our city council, our commissioner, and a county board. Yeah, they've been very professional. Very love of of the idea. Yeah. So first thing is, uh, was getting uh, getting all this uh, condition use permit and get the land, the site, everything done. Yeah. They they help us every inch of the way. So all of the legwork has been done. So now we're in the development phase. yeah, yes, sir. Uh, phase one here will well, cost roughly between 10 to 15 million dollars. Wow. Uh, we are off the city limit, so we're in the county uh, township yeah. uh, sector where there's no running water, there's no utility, and et cetera. So we're going to need all of those uh, you know uh, uh, items to the park, yeah. so therefore it will become like a park. So if you nowadays you go to the park that there isn't any bathrooms or any running water. Besides that, we use a uh, portable, okay. uh, you know, bathroom. But uh, I'm thinking,
4: it sounds like the whole thing is a potential bathroom. But no, we don't want to go there. We yeah, don't. We. That's yeah, right. Yes, so, Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So, so when you say no infrastructure, I mean, let's talk about the phases. You have you've broken this out into into phases. You say you've completed phase one, which is soccer fields and a few other uh, not especially heavy duty bits of infrastructure. Sounds like phase two is going to involve some heavy lifting in terms of building infrastructure.
5: Yes, sir. Phase two is our, our, our main target, and that comprises of the 11 war monuments, the okay. Banco Hall. Uh, Banco Hall Museum is really important. Yeah. Uh, it, it, for example, if we have a, a veteran uh, pass away yeah. and we want to do a final progression there, it's uh-huh. open to the public. Yeah. And I think people would like to come to a place where it recognize them and in front of all those monuments. Yeah. Uh, We can't bury the body there but it's a a place of respect. Yeah. So therefore I I need to have that in place so that we are felt welcome. You know, most people might prefer a funeral home, etc. But uh, I think that the peace of loving the the final goodbye must be at a veteran memorial park where they belong before they depart
4: yeah and that that sort of thing is i i know from personal experience is so important to so many veterans just yes, to, to have the, their 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 life their, not just sacrifice but they the, the things that they gave to this country yes uh via their service recognized in in you know <laughs> as in in their passing so that that's a fantastic idea i, I love the thought of this so all right so um Anyway, getting into the heavy-duty lifting here, that's not going to come cheap. You guys are needing – So, I mean, we're here to do some fundraising. We, of course, listed the website, org, And, of course, that, that has already been posted at Shot in the Dark. info. So uh, those of you who, who want to find it here, there, or anywhere, th- there it is. So what kind of help do you need? Money goes without saying. Uh, And the more the merrier. If you're out there representing a foundation that has some interest in this and can sign some large checks, boy, have we got a deal for you. But what other kind of help do you need to to carry this vision out, Tufang-Lor?
5: Well, we need a lot of help, sir. Uh, Mm -hmm. We're working with our legislature at this point to hopefully if we can get a bill passed through our Minnesota legislature at the Capitol. But yet at the moment, I believe in hard work. I believe in earning the dollar and built this park. It takes a lot of work. But I also believe that America is the number one country in the world, that if we all contribute, America will be continue to be a great place and send a message to the world that America is the number one country in the world. Absolutely. Because we have so many people that wanted to come to America, but yet we don't We really know what America has to offer. And all we want to do is take and take. I think it's about time that we do something great for our country, and that is coming together and make it a symbol.
4: Yeah. I love the story. And by all means, please stay in touch. I'd like to like to hear more about this as it goes forward. If, if you want to make the occasional fundraising sweep on through here, feel free. I'm sure Mary will, will, will keep you busy. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll look forward to hearing more. Lor, thank you. It's been an honor to meet you. And let's do this again sometime. Thank you, sir. Uh, 651-289-4488. By the way, the website, one more time, AmericanVeteransMemorialPark.org. I have posted the link at ShotInTheDark.info. It's there for whoever needs it. By all means, uh, find out more, become informed, and, uh, yeah, pony up if, if, if the spirit moves you. And I certainly hope it does. Thanks a lot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM A. The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back.
6: It's not over. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. I'm Marian Kowarski, director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Our messages feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy assistance. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. Please find us at pro America dot org.
3: Did you know I could suck my thumb before
7: I was born? Yep, we all started small. Pro-Life Across Are you tired of going online every day and getting news meant to make you afraid and anxious? And all that meaningless celebrity gossip fighting for your attention? Want something different? Something positive? Make your homepage Christianity.com. Replace the bad news and fake news with the good news. The life-changing gospel truth meant to encourage your daily walk with Christ with daily devotionals, answers to life's tough questions, and meaningful Bible study from your favorite pastors and authors on today's current events and issues. You now have a homepage that reflects your life and your faith. Don't settle for the negativity and superficiality that the rest of the Internet offers. Instead, choose a homepage that will uplift you and strengthen your faith. Join the thousands of others who have made the switch to Christianity.com and experience the difference that good news can make in your life. Don't wait any longer to make a change. Choose Christianity.com as your homepage today and embrace the positivity and inspiration that comes with the good news of Jesus Christ.
2: Al Malmberg here. Sunday morning on the World of Aviation, we'll meet Tom White, who grew up in Wisconsin, attended Northland College in Ashland and Stevens Point prior to entering the WOC flight program, being the first person from Wisconsin accepted into, at that time, a new program. He flew UH UH-1 Huey helicopters in Vietnam and was shot down in 1965. Join us for Tom's incredible story, Sunday morning at
4: 10.05, right here on AM-1280, The Patriot.
1: Record-setting four-time Emmy Award winner Michelle Tafoya discusses politics and the state of our culture, free from mainstream media pressures. That means you'll find unhindered commentary and astute observations that bring greater depth to the topic at hand. Insight from subject matter experts and thought leaders round out the conversation. The Michelle Tafoya Podcast, free on YouTube or stream via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com am 1280 the patriot
4: the northern alliance radio network 651-289-4488 the number to call should you care to join me uh by the way uh freedom fan club members get premium content and on-demand access to their favorite local shows just click podcasts at am1280thepatriot.com there you will have access to a deep archive of interviews conversations and on the big happenings of the weekend, other hot topics and important issues, including the program you're listening to right now. Yeah, the Mitch Berg Show episode of the Narn, along with the Brad and Jack episodes of the Narn. They're all right there. So you can violate the space-time continuum to listen to anything you want. Going back, we've got got podcasts going back years. And I'm just thinking, which ones are the ones I like? I might have to go out there... And and find the links to the shows I'm proudest of. I mean, I'm proud of all of them in their own way. I mean, picking your favorite episode of your show is like picking your favorite kid. They're all kind of about the same. But there's a few in particular. I, I mean, I don't know. The one I did right after the riots in St. Paul, that one, I, I enjoyed that one in particular. I was very proud of that. Interviews with Angus Fox, that was a big one. 2016 election. That was huge. Bigly. 651-289-4488. The number to call should you care to join us. You can also join us on Twitter. Gab, MeWe, and Getter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N show. Jack at coming up at the top of the hour, which means we've still got a half hour of me here. Let's see. What's all going on? Oh, yeah. The polling must be not people must not be polling well for the DFL on crime these days because I've seen something fairly, I don't know, something something I might have predicted but didn't expect. Attorney General Ellison, who, by the way, uh, speaking of our first hour's topic and dealing with Hamas, I remember I was on a, uh, a podcast with Attorney General Ellison back when he was Representative Ellison back in 2007, I, I think it was. And I said... The subject, I don't know, I was curious about a lot of things with Keith Ellison at that time, but I asked him, so do you, I'm not going to ask you to, to bag on Hamas or the Palestinians in general, but tell me, Representative Ellison, do you repudiate the parts of the Hamas charter that call for the extinction of the Jews? And his response was, you know any Palestinians? I said, "Well, yeah. Answer my question. I do. I, and as a matter of fact, I went to college with a number of them. Now, answer my question." He, he wouldn't answer the question anyway. Something must be polling badly because suddenly Attorney General Allison has uh, gone from waving anti-fam manuals at the camera on his selfies to tweeting as follows: "And I quote: When landlords try to charge illegal fees, I will stop them. When they try and evict tenants who don't pay those illegal fees, I will stop them." That's interesting. Why would you actually want to be a landlord in Minnesota? Why would you want to provide housing to people in Minnesota if you're going to have Attorney General Ellison's goons uh, going over your 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 finances with a fine-tooth comb? Uh, oh, oh, and here's the crux. Uh, the crux of the precipice here. When people break the law and make it harder for Minnesotans to afford their lives, I will stop them. Which is cool, except that There's a lot of things that make it harder for Minnesotans to afford their lives that that he won't touch. For example, oh, I don't know, how about a half a billion dollars in fraud committed by DFL constituents and and contributors? By the way, overwhelmingly linked to the Democrat Socialists of America, who really are the intellectual core of the DFL in Minneapolis. I mean, are they going to get tough on that particular crime? I mean, the only real response you're going to get if you ask the lieutenant governor, I'm sorry, lieutenant governor, the, the attorney general about this is, I don't know, maybe a selfie of him meeting a corn dog at the state fair. I mean, that's what passes for answering a question uh, in the DFL, in our, in our current government. Uh, by the way, uh, that that's assuming they ever get asked a question, because we have a, a media class here in the Twin Cities that outside the Narn and Alpha News and Rebecca Brannon. And the center of the American experiment, we have, and and of course, Bill Glon and and, uh, John Phelan from the CAE, uh, we have a media class in the Twin Cities that will not, will not, will not ever ask questions of the DFL. I mean, there was a brief shining moment during the pandemic when you started getting, and the riots, uh, when you start getting a few of these reporters starting to ask uncomfortable questions of those in power. Actually, Comforting the afflicted and afflicting the comfortable for this brief shining moment three years ago. That's so long gone now. That's so long gone. And all the reporters back then who had any conscience about the media's how do I even put this? About the, the media's inability to do what has always been their job have left the media. I mean you've got Liz Collin working for Alpha News. You have a few other reporters with with actual consciences who have gone to other outlets or or <laughs> have gone into public relations. And they will not ask the questions. They will not last time I heard a reporter ask an incisive question was as Minneapolis was burning. And that's all been clamped down on. At any rate, uh, Fox Nine tweeted this past week, and, and this is why I'm bringing up Attorney General Ellison. Fox Nine tweeted this past week, and I quote: "Viral social media post highlights real needs at food banks uh, as as the holidays approach. A viral social media post helps to fine tune." Uh, donations to food banks and food shelves. But as the Twin Cities uh, heads towards Christmas time, I'm going to scroll down here, but, uh, and, and faces a record level of need, the widespread post may be, you know, of course it reloads over an ad here. At any rate, long story short being Fox 9 uh, investigated uh, the, the needs of food banks. And uh, we we have Alison O'Toole of Heartland, Second Harvest Heartland, uh, saying, quote, we're on track for the hungriest year in history. A load of fresh produce bagged up by volunteers at Second Harvest will eventually help keep a family fed. Well, that's all cool. That's all cool. But uh, apparently, Minnesota food shelves are scrambling to keep up as, as Minnesota faces its hungriest year in history. Now, wait just a doggone minute. Before we get to the actual crux of the precipice here, I thought the economy was humming along. I thought Bidenomics was flush with Joe Mentum and one Minnesota was the best place to live. There was and yet. We're being told that Minnesotans are hungrier than ever. That in a year where Minnesota schools have been engaged to feed every single child two meals a day, whether they need it or not. That we are facing our hungriest year ever? How can this be? For lack of money? Well, no. We were told by the administration, by the Clink Flanagan administration, that that they they were going to eradicate child poverty, or at least drop it by 33%. Measured by no one knows what, but 33%. That's what they say. So... Where is this need coming from when they just spent a $17 billion surplus and raised taxes 40 or raised the budget, rather, 40%, and pumped up social services spending to an to an absurd extreme? Why is it that we have our hungriest? Why, why is it that food shelves are scrambling to keep up? The children are being fed, so we're told. What, what what is the problem and then we we realize a couple of things for starters another story came out last week that showed a minnesota a minneapolis food nonprofit turned oddly enough for a nonprofit a 40% profit spending no money on food all of its money came from the state or state pass through programs to, from the feds And they turned a 40% profit and paid their stats after paying their staff and paying them very well. They fed not a single person. And that's not even the fraudulent part because remember, last year we discovered between 250 and think more like $500 million, a half a billion dollars in fraud from the Department of Education's food program. Millions of dollars being sent overseas. Almost exclusively, in fact i'd say the vast majority of the suspects and convicted involved were active DFLers who contributed money to the DFL, some of whom were members of the are members of the Democratic Socialists of America, many of whose addresses involved in the fraud are actively associated with the DSA. One might think. The half a billion dollars could feed a lot of people, even at government rates. You might. But when you have a half a billion dollars of it disappearing due to fraud and tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars getting sucked into the nonprofit industrial complex, essentially of wealth transfer program from taxpayers to members of the political class, in the process of feeding zero people. And after all that, and after all the clink Flanagan administration selfies bragging about no one going hungry in Minnesota, you have furrowed brows on Channel 9 saying, well, people are hungrier than ever. Does nobody connect the dots? Does anybody connect the dots on this stuff? If we had an institution in this state, perhaps with, I don't know, printing presses and transmitters, staffed, I don't know, just to pull an idea out of the clear blue sky, staffed by a class of people who see themselves as monastic seekers of information and and, and inquisitors in search of the truth, someone would perhaps ask these questions. The questions that I... An untrained layman with no tin reporter's badge whatsoever am asking of those in power, and yet we have four TV stations, none of whom will ask the question. I'm looking at you: four, five, nine, eleven. Oh, forget about channel two; they're on the take. We have the Star Tribune, the Pioneer Press, Minnesota Public Radio. At least one station with a, news de- a radio station with a news department in this town. Who is asking the questions? Who? I'll run down the list right now. Alpha News, Center of the American Experiment, Rebecca Brannon, and the Northern Alliance Radio Network. That is it. Democracy cannot survive when the media is so full of such entitled sloth entitled self-indulgent sloth they're the ones destroying democracy don't let them forget it Northern Alliance Radio Network AM 1280 The Patriot go nowhere we'll be right back
0: the right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more.
8: That's BearingArms.com. Me and my wife, Lisa, would definitely recommend JTR Roofing. Hey, it's Mike from Chanhassen. The storm damage that we had was a golf ball size hail chunks, and it cracked some of the, the existing tiles putting this roof on. It's a little complicated. We had to take our copper gutters off that JTR helped us out on. And uh, you needed some roofers that really knew what they were doing. And we also uh, had some damage uh, on some of the sliding doors facing the lake where we live off of. And they were able to work with Marvin and we'll be putting the windows in with help from JTR on that also. JTR probably, I think what really stood out to both my wife and myself was they showed up, prior to the workers starting to work every other morning just to make sure things were right. And the timing of it and the respect of the property and everything else, the workers were terrific. And and me and my wife, Lisa, would definitely recommend JTR Roofing.
6: Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs.
0: And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician.
4: Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-901-5563. 800-901-5563.
1: 901 5563 That's 800-901-5563.
7: Colorectal cancer doesn't stop for COVID-19. Hello, I'm Dr. Cecilia Brewington. If you are age 45 or older, it's time to return to care and get tested. The government requires insurance companies to cover not only colonoscopy, but a range of tests, including virtual colonoscopy and other less invasive exams. Talk to your doctor about your options today. For more information on virtual colonoscopy, visit radiologyinfo.org.
2: Advantage Autoglass is your local autoglass specialist for over 20 years. Expect a lifetime warranty and no insurance hassle. Visit ReplaceMyWindshield.com. ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Yeah.
4: AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Jack Tomczak coming up after the top of the hour. Uh, Brad Carlson, of course, tomorrow, the closer edition, 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot. By the way, it's been a busy month here at the Northern Alliance. My band Elephant in the Room had the whole month of October off, partly because I was out of the country for two weeks in, in Norway visiting the ancestral homeland. I will actually probably have to do a show about that someday because it was an amazing experience. I I I mean, I expect it would be fun. Uh, I had no idea what an amazing time it was going to be. I mean, like, I have no words to describe it because I'm not a vacationer. As I tell all my European co-workers uh, and colleagues, I, I'm a, I'm as American as it gets in the sense that I don't take vacations. I'm a, I'm a nose-to-the-grindstone, hard-working guy. If I take time off, it's to, almost always to visit family or do a household project. I mean, the times I've had a whole week off, like from Friday to the, a week from Monday, has always been visiting family, which is cool. I love visiting family. That's why we have families. Uh, or painting houses or doing some major remodeling job. And that's what I do. I don't take vacations, and yet here I went. I spent two weeks, two whole weeks in Norway. I, I'm a little agog even talking about it, and I actually lost track of time when I was there. It was amazing. Anyway, uh, the rest of the band took the whole month off, but the month is coming to an end, and Elephant in the Room is going to be back on stage here shortly. In fact, we got a very busy month coming up in November. Uh, this coming Friday, we're going to be at the Anoka Legion. That's the American Legion in Anoka. We played there a while ago. we got a couple gigs coming up yet this year. Uh, this coming Friday is the first of them. The following Friday, nothing, but the fr- Friday after that, the 17th, we're going to be at the Dan Patch Legion in uh, Savage. Savage. And then the following, uh, that the Saturday night after that, uh, back-to-back night, we're going to be at the American Legion in Spicer. Uh, Savage and Spicer, two of the coolest names of towns in Minnesota. Following that, Black Friday, November 24th, the Friday after Thanksgiving, we're going to be at Shamrocks on West 7th in downtown, just west of downtown St. Paul, basically 7th and Randolph by the Schmidt Brewery. I mean, that's the best way to describe it. Look for the the Schmidt Brewery. There you are. So, uh, yeah, ba- busy month coming up for Elephant in the Room. I had a great time last night, by the way. Saw a couple of... Uh, a bands uh, of friends of ours. Uh, we saw uh, the folks at Pop Syndrome up at uh, the Willow River Saloon in North Hudson. That was a blast. And uh, yeah, we we we're, we're going to be we're going to be uh, popping up some new gigs to uh, talk about here. So, uh, we'll give you some options here. At any rate, uh, let's see. We're talking about the media and uh, and their their sloth and negligence in essentially letting democracy go away. Now, there's exceptions. I listed the exceptions here in the Twin Cities. There are some outlets that are essentially the mental descendants, intellectual, moral descendants of the blogging movement of 15, 20 years ago that, that led to this very broadcast, by the way, uh, a lot of them are found out on Substack. Uh, of course, the guy, a lot of the great bloggers are still in business. I mean, Ed Morrissey, David Strom, both writing for power, uh, for hot air. Powerline is still slugging away out there way above their weight. And, uh, yeah, of course, uh, I mean, you name it. there, are, there are A lot of the best ones are still out there. Uh, Matt Taibbi is a good example of someone who came from the left side of politics, in fact, very, very, very much so 15 years ago, and started, I, I think it's fair to say, like a lot of my favorite journalists on the center-left these days, they're still center-left, people like Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss and uh, some of the other uh, lights of, of the American media who have decided, you know, they're they're more interested in the truth than in ideology. And <sighs> Matt Taibbi had a doozy this past week. I can't say it in as many words because there's some words you just don't get to say on Salem. But uh, he responded, and by the way, speaking directly to the, the fact that uh, the American media will not cover the truth about Democrats. Matt Taibbi pointed out, in a in a piece entitled "Amy Klobuchar, you stink," uh, Amy Klobuchar. alternately, you could say "Amy Klobuchar, uh, you are horrible." It's a word that I just can't say on Salem. I just I'll, I'll leave it up to you. I have a posted shot in the dark info. Uh, a post entitled "A Picture." At any rate. Uh, Matt Taibbi smacked down Amy Klobuchar hard for reasons that directly relate to the story about the media we just talked about here. Uh, The Minnesota senator, says Matt Taibbi, asked uh, Amazon to censor, Substack and rumble. How much more of this indeed can we take? Now, this is a senator who, when the subject comes to January 6th, uh, a story that if it hadn't happened, the left would have had to make it up. And in fact, they kind of did. Minnesota, uh, this is Matt Taibbi speaking here. Uh, Minnesota Senator and Hindenburg presidential candidacy, uh, Amy Klobuchar, because she blew up. I mean, her candidacy was, if anything, probably less well advised than Dean Phillips's. Uh, Amy Klobuchar sent a letter, uh, hat tip to reclaimthenet.org, to Jeff Bezos demanding that he enjoin, in other words, restrict Alexa from citing, quote, unvetted sources, specifically Substack and Rumble. No hell, says Matt Taibbi is hot enough for this person. Let's let's make sure we, we collect our thoughts here. Amy Klobuchar, Senator from Minnesota, who has spent a career becoming famous for throwing things at her staff and cooking casseroles, excuse me, hot dishes, in office, and nothing else. Oh, yeah. And running for president for about 15 seconds. Is calling for censorship. Is calling for the most... Powerful commercial enterprise in the world to freeze out unapproved. She said unvetted sources, but really their source is not approved by big left for whom Senator Klobuchar works. Let's make no mistake about it. She is calling for censorship. She wants to make sure that only the administration approved a narrative is allowed to get out into daylight. This is the lowest form of assault on democracy, on not just democracy, on freedom itself, on everything this country is supposed to stand for. This is Senator Klobuchar, the most innocuous person in the world, provided you're not a staff member and provided there's no binders or, I don't know, hot coffee handy. She is calling for censorship. She has gone full Orwell. Wake up, Minnesota. These people are wannabe dictators. I don't think I'm being especially hyperbolic anymore. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. We'll do this again next week. Jack Tomzak up next. Brad Carlson tomorrow, 1 o'clock. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America.
0: used emergency edicts during COVID to restrict the gathering and worship of churches. Three pastors facing the risk of imprisonment, unlimited fines, and their own churches being ripped apart took a courageous stand and reopened their doors in the face of a world that chose to comply. The Essential Church is a feature-length documentary that explores the struggle between the church and government throughout history. This fascinating story uncovers those who've sacrificed their lives throughout history for what they truly believe in. We discover why the church is essential and how we prove that this stand remains true from a scientific, legal, and most importantly, biblical perspective. This is not your typical movie, it'll change your life. You need to see this movie with your friends and family. The Essential Church is streaming today exclusively at salemnow.com. That's Essential Church streaming at salemnow.com
8: what is dedication my biggest fear in the middle of my addiction was that my kids wouldn't have a father i overdosed on heroin and i lived and i started thinking you know what this isn't my story my desire to change had finally outweighed my desire to stay the same i felt powerless for so much of my life It's important to me that my kids are empowered and truly believe that if if they can think it, they can do it. I definitely had to become a better man to be a better father. For the first time, I I finally feel like I'm exactly where I should be, where I want to be.
0: (laughs) That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.